welcome to another episode of Emmy's Insight. It's your host Emmy, and today I I've been sparked, sparked to have this really important chat. So I was sparked because last night I put up on my Instagram story one of those little ask me a question polls with show us a pic of. And it was just a little bit of fun with a lot of lockdown free time. So people were sending me in what they wanted to see a picture of. And I was stalking my mom's Facebook, my camera roll and all that jazz to find fun pictures. And it was just fun. Like things like show us a pic of winning a race or your formal dress or your twin, just fun things. So I was looking through photos and just, you know, having a good old time. And... Then I saw, there were obviously, you know, there's always trolls out there on the internet, but especially this morning, today, there's been just a, an influx of some really negative responses that just, I, I just couldn't ignore. And I did respond to them. I publicly responded on my Instagram story with a bit of a rant but not in a negative way towards the the haters. Honestly, I don't even know who sent those type of things, but just in general to the topic and the amount of girls that I had, and, and I think a few guys too, but responding on messages saying this means so much, this is so important to share, overwhelmed me. Like it was so good to have that positive feedback, but at the same time, it's so sad that so many people can relate and have felt that. So I, yeah, I was just feeling sparked, feeling passionate to make this chat and just just fucking talk about it. I was not expecting a swear word just then. Sorry about that. That was a bit intense. But anyway, okay, so I'm being really cryptic right now. I didn't really say what the um, negative responses were about. So they were about body image, but they were very, like, very much, I don't even know how to put it, very, like, intense and very just exploitive that's so not the word it was just really wrong (laughs) let me just give you the examples so there was quite a few messages of show us a pic of there was a lot of like you at your lowest weight which I didn't put because I think that is I know like I'm not someone who doesn't want to share negative content because I think you should show the ups and the downs um, and talk about things and just be open and honest and actually real and raw um, online and just in real life. Um, but I didn't want to post like a picture of my actual lowest cause it could be very upsetting for someone. And I'm okay with posting stuff like that when you, you know, explain it, for example, in a caption and maybe have like a aftershot of like, look how much healthier I am now and make it encouraging. Like, you know, like don't focus on your body. Recovery is actually beautiful. And I don't know, show like how far you've come an achievement, how you did it and just positive content and empowering content in that sense. So I just felt like in this context, just putting up a picture in response to that was just a bit wrong. I did respond to one of the um, posts that was similar, which was like a time you were at your lowest, but no one knew. But I didn't put like lowest weight wise. I just put lowest mental health wise, which did coincide with like around lowest weight wise. But anyway, there, like, that's just, I don't know. I just, that doesn't sit well with me. Someone like, I can't imagine someone I follow saying, posting that, like show us a pic of, I cannot imagine replying to that saying like, 
when you were sick or when you had anorexia or when you were at your lowest weight. Like I just, some people, but anyway, that's not what I was kind of shocked by. Some of the um, messages have disappeared, but lucky I replied to the one that I'm about to share with you guys. So there was quite a few of like, show us your body. Um, And one specifically this morning that I was just like, bro, I'm going off here. Like I'm going to go off. I'm going to just post about this. I don't even care. I cannot ignore this and act like it's okay or like it's normal. Um, Someone responded with, show us a pic of your belly at its best in brackets abs. I read that this morning, like when I woke up and I felt kind of sick for a second and then I just felt angry. And then I responded, I'm going to explain what I responded in the post and then we're going to elaborate and just go on a bit of a rant. But also I wanted to talk about social media and like influences and just like how influential they really are, which I've, I think I've spoken about in YouTube videos before. But yeah, anyway, let me just tell you guys what I responded. So I said, this is what I said on my story. It's still up on my Instagram because I've highlighted it. So it's on one of my highlights. But anyway, I said, okay, last one, because this needs to be addressed. Um, It was definitely not my last one because I just kept replying because they were fun to look through pictures. But this one, this one wasn't fun. This one was aggravating and sparking. Um, I said, this is one of the things that encourage people, especially teenage girls like myself at the time, to spiral into an ED as an eating disorder. The belief that your body is at its best when you are shredded with abs, like that's the thing that encourages people to um, spiral into an ED. Um, It's absolutely not at its best when I had a six pack and ab veins. I had an ED and was afraid to eat, forced myself to train all day undernourished, was in a very dark place and still haven't regained a period after four years without it. I had a BMI of 15 and was just absolutely not healthy. I went from being healthy and fast and competing to malnourished and extremely fatigued. So my abs were not their best when they were shredded. My belly was its best when it was healthy, my hormones worked and I had a cycle. And then I responded to it again in the next pic as well saying, and I put like a picture of when I was just insanely shredded. And I said, this is what you wanted me to post, but I'll tell you why this can't possibly be my belly at its best because I was sick. This is not healthy and this is not happy. And then the next post, I put a picture. I replied to the same thing yet again, but this time with a picture of me when I was in year 12 at a like I think this was school carnival and um, I was healthy, I was strong, I was fast and it was a few weeks after nationals and I was in very good shape. Like when I when I say good shape, I don't mean I'm talking about, I'm not talking about physical. Um, that's just what people say when they're talking about um, like strength and speed and fitness. Um, like athletic wise, I was in good shape. I was running really quick times and I felt good. Um, but I thought I didn't look lean enough or skinny enough, but whatever. It's a happy and pretty photo because it's happy. Like when I say pretty, I mean, it's pretty to me because it is just a time when I was happy. And I remember feeling so happy on this day and just being so content with being healthy and 
my life and it was before I experienced an ED or spiraled out and had very bad body image. And don't get me wrong, I have definitely had bad body image days before I had my ED and it became like quite clinical and quite um, really difficult. But I don't think it was like blown out of proportion like it was when it becomes a mental health illness. It was just at the um, level that I think everybody experiences it. Like everybody has days where they feel gross and shit, but you also have days where you feel hot and good. Like (laughs) that's just life. So I obviously experienced that before, but most people have, and it was just kind of part of life before. But anyway, I'm going on a bit of a tangent. With this last post, when I was healthy and happy, I said, have this instead. At its best means happy, healthy, strong, and functioning, yeah? Clearly not the bikini competitor, unhealthy body fat percent kind of pick you were after, but this needs to be preached. I literally couldn't stand so many pics of myself because I thought my belly looked fat for not being shredded enough. This is like all throughout like being a teenager. But it's this kind of message in the media that makes young girls think this. Your body at its best is when it is happy, healthy, strong, fueled, functioning, cycling, fast and powerful. Not when it's too lean, hungry, breaking down constantly, cold, afraid of food, anxious, depressed, slow and sad. So that's, I was pretty happy with my response. And it seems like a lot of girls were too, because so many girls were messaging back, um, replying, saying like, preach or like, this is so important. Thank you for sharing. Um, which I was so happy to see that it was, you know, a positive message for people. But at the same time, I was so like, I don't know, like sparked. (laughs) Sorry for using the word sparked. I'm just like over the word triggered. I hate it. And sparked to me doesn't just mean triggered. It also means like fired up. I was sparked because I was like, why is this such a big issue? Why do so many girls, and I'm sure guys as well, why do we all feel like this? This intense pressure and picking ourselves apart and like need to look, I don't know, just like absolutely hating ourselves when we don't feel like we are the ideal body image that we have in our head, which is just not healthy most of the time. And I don't think this relates to everyone. If you can't relate and you're listening to this, then that's that's really good. I hope you can't relate. But I'm sure, and I know this with most people that I know, it's so common. And most people, you know, they their mood is quite dictated by how they feel about themselves physically, which is sad. But that's just like the human condition. That's our society. And that's what I kind of wanted to rant about today. Um. Someone else said, show us a pic of when you most shredded. Um, Sorry, they said you when most shredded. (laughs) Um, And I just put up a picture of myself with clothes on. I wasn't going to, you know, put up a picture of me at my absolute unhealthiest. um, Just in that sense, like I have explained before. So I just put up a picture of myself with clothes on. And I genuinely, no offense, Michael Jackson, but I look like Michael Jackson in this picture. That's what I feel like at least because I look so, sorry, this is so mean to Michael Jackson. When I say I look like Michael Jackson, I mean like, this is, I I can't even explain this um, without being a bitch. (laughs) Let me just take that back. I look gaunt and really old and I'm an 18 in this picture. I look so old and unwell and just like emaciated So I put up that picture, like a genuinely ugly picture of my face. (laughs) And I said, this is the time, Oh, this is that time. And does this look healthy to you? 
no <laughs> I'm trying to not um like idealize or put on a pedestal being really lean and unhealthily skinny at a like under like under fat basically um when I say under fat I mean like under a healthy amount of body fat because we all know that females and males as well but particularly females need a certain amount of body fat to be healthy um and to be functioning like I mentioned um and then the last um story I'll explain about before we just chat without these stupid stories someone says show us a pic of your perfect body in a bikini I love your abs and then I just put up a picture of me from year 12 formal um sticking out my roof finger and I just said a picture speaks a thousand words is all I have to say to this one (laughs) I was just done with like people that uh, people that I guess not just promote but enforce and reinforce and create this society societal belief um because let's be real all of these beliefs we have and perspectives we have of what a you know ideal body looks like or what we feel comfortable at is because that's what people like our society has created that through people's opinions so that's those people's opinions saying things like that are the ones that make girls feel like this and I realized lately like the amount of influencers whose messages like they just I guess they just enforce this to an extreme Uh, let me yeah there's there's just so much to unpack here let me just start with a few things that I that just popped into my head So yesterday I had a beautiful and very long, long DNM with one of my best friends since the last like 15 years. (laughs) That makes me feel old, but I just mean we've been friends since we were very small children. We were talking about how two of the things that we talked about I wanted to talk about here. So one of the things was, as I mentioned before, like the fact that how you feel about your body can be so influential to your mood. So like if you look in the mirror and you feel like you look good that day, you feel good. And then if you feel like you look bad that day, it just like infects your mood. So we talked about that and we were talking about how we try to disassociate, dissociate, dissociate, um, like negative feelings about ourselves from our mood. And I do this in a few ways now. One of them is when I, like with injury so I used to when I would feel like a niggle when I say a niggle I mean like a shin splint or just like a pain that I knew was going to get worse if I trained that day I used to feel so like so down and I would think oh my god the world's coming crashing apart I'm gonna miss a week of training and then I'm gonna not make nationals and then I'm just gonna not run a PB this season and it would be so influential to my mood and I would just have this weight on me and feel so bad all the time um and I think a lot of people can relate to that in terms of injury wise because nobody feels good when you're injured when you have a pain that stops you from you know training not even training but just like feeling healthy and feeling out of pain (laughs) it's just it's so negative when your body is breaking down like that and I try to now I've learned after dealing with lots of niggles and injuries that like if I have my foot flaring up after because still years after my fracture 
it still has days where it's in pain. Now I know that if it's in pain and I take two or three days off running and cross train on the bike instead or rest, if I just rest because I need to rest, it goes away. And I know that like it's this is what I mean by listening to your body. Um, but now I know like if it's in pain, I don't spiral out or let it dictate my mood. I'm just like, okay, take a step back. Don't overthink it. Take a few days off, maybe cross train. Don't stay on your feet and it resolves. And I try not to like tap into the really bad feeling of like, oh my gosh, everything sucks. That might've been a really bad example, but if we associate this specifically with body image, so if I like feel like I look bloated or like not lean that day and then I start to feel really negative about myself and it makes recovery really hard because I'm supposed to be you know trying to weight restore still or or like eat enough to feel training but I feel already too big that day I try to just dissociate I just if I see myself in the mirror and I don't feel comfortable that day I'm like you know what just don't think about it because you are very aware that your body fluctuates every day all the time and you know you could look in in five hours and feel completely different and another thing that is huge is the lighting like the room that you're in it changes like depending on lighting lighting is huge so like you could look in a mirror where it has amazing lighting and feel so good about yourself and then you could look in a mirror that has awful lighting and I realize there's no point letting your mood dictate that because I'm now if I look in a mirror and I'm like oh I don't look good I'm just like you know what get over it it's just terrible lighting if you feel that bad, go look in a mirror with good lighting and then you'll feel better. But don't let your mood be dictated by that. That's just so silly. And then I try to just think, you know what? Who cares? Your body changes all the time. Why would you let that like dictate your your mood and your life and how you feel and live your life? So trying to disassociate from those, um, I guess, that those emotions that you get because they're all fluctuating. It's all fleeting. Um, and it changes all the time. So if you feel bad, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered to spend this time feeling bad. I'm just going to not think about it and distract myself because I know that it changes all the time. So this, this brings me onto the topic of the stuff we see on social media, influencing how we feel about ourselves, especially like big influences, you know, influences with millions of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers. And there are some amazing influencers out there I'm not here to like bash on influencers like there are some really positive people out there um but in saying that there's some influencers and we're all aware of it that are really really negative and the worst ones are the ones that you think are positive but later on in retrospect you look back and you realize some of the disordered behaviors and ideas that they kind of put in your head or not even put in your head but just really influenced you and it's so subconscious with those people who are you know they they seem so positive and you feel happy watching their video but then that's why it's worse because it's subconsciously affecting you some of the disordered habits so this is something I've started to become a lot more aware of like if I'm posting myself on YouTube or Instagram and people sometimes have messaged me saying I'm triggered by you posting a picture of your lunch and then I feel really bad, but I try to, first of all, I try to like not be like that. But second of all, I try to like explain why you shouldn't, I guess you should take everything with a grain of salt. Like for example, someone messaged me the other day saying, this doesn't look like much dinner. And I said, 
back, I said, oh, I had like three plates of it. And that wasn't all I ate that day. Like, you don't know if I've eaten so much that day that I'm just so full by the time it gets to dinner. So I just explained that. And she replied saying, oh, okay, sorry. Thanks for, thanks for that. I, um, I need to remind myself that, you know, Instagram's just a snapshot of the day. It's not someone's entire day. Um, so partly it's all about taking everything with a grain of salt and realizing like you should like, and I think this to myself too, like don't be triggered by what someone posts because that's obviously just one day and it changes every day for everyone. But where was I even going with this? Oh yeah. Something I've shared a lot is, um, my own struggle with mental health and how I'm working on overcoming that. So I'm quite, you know, upfront and honest. Whereas when it comes to, I'm not even calling myself an influencer, but when it comes to people who I actually consider influencers with like huge, huge, huge followings, when they do things that could be really um, influential to people or potentially triggering um, and potentially disordered behaviors that they do, when they do that and don't, I guess, explicitly say like, look, I, you know, I'm struggling with this. Just know that this, you know, this might not be healthy what I'm doing, but um, when it is like, I guess, presented as this like really happy person who's really healthy, um, with no problems, with no, I guess, um, disclaimer that there could be disordered behaviors going on in themselves. I think that just doesn't sit that well with a lot of people. And I have noticed this more recently. Um, and when it comes to, I guess, really big influences that post, Pictures that I guess, I guess the type of pictures that we compare ourselves to, this is when you have to get that take everything with a grain of salt mindset. You can't compare, you know, yourself at home in your tracky dacks or feeling, I guess, big that day potentially to your favorite influencers, really lean bikini pic because like that person isn't going to post an unflattering picture of themselves, which is completely fine. Like, I mean, most people don't want to post an unflattering picture of themselves, but I think it just needs to be more like made aware when people post things like, look, this is really staged. The lighting's on point. It's edited beautifully, you know, add a little bit of sharpness there to define the abs a little more. And I don't look like this when the lighting isn't this amazing, which isn't, like, I know I'm saying, like, we all need to be aware of that, but I think with bigger influences, it should be, it should be, like, I don't want to say the word exposed, but they should kind of openly talk about that. And I know there are some great body image, um, positive body image pages that will post, like, me pose and then me relaxed. The bigger influences, they don't do that. And they're the ones that, like, present this perfect lifestyle, this perfect image of health. And they're the ones that I've heard lots of stories about girls getting disordered behaviors and mindsets from because it just, it just, oh, I don't want to use the word triggers, but it just creates that, like, I guess, thought process in their head that can spiral into a disordered eating pattern. Especially, you know, those influencers that post like constant body updates or I guess like the ones that demonize particular like I'm trying to think of like good examples 
that aren't specific. Like I'm trying to just be broad because I don't want to like make a podcast bashing on anyone at all. Like I also think everyone's human and everyone makes mistakes. So I'm not saying like anyone is wrong or like a bad person at all. I don't think that at all. I think it's just more like people need to start being more aware and I guess being okay to take on criticism and make changes. Like instead of just thinking, oh, this person's a hater, just thinking, oh, okay, I didn't realize that was so upsetting. I'm going to stop doing that or do something different or do something about it. Um, So I guess like, yeah, just being more open and aware and more real. So like posting actually real and raw photos where they're not posed and they're not taken in good lighting and they're not on a good day. And I know we can't expect everyone to be like a positive body image um, kind of influencer that posts like what's real and what's not real. But I feel like everyone that posts, um, to a huge audience, things that I guess show a highlight reel, it's, it would just be nice to see people being more raw all the time. I have no idea where I'm going with this. God damn it. I literally went back and listened to all of what I was talking about. So I could, um, kind of get my mind back on track And basically, this is kind of the back on track that I came up with. I think something that really just doesn't sit with me with um, influencers, because, you know, I can't make a podcast being like, influencers need to stop posting really over-edited pretty pictures because it makes people feel bad. That's just ridiculous. But I think it's when they create, back to what we chatted about earlier, with how it's the beliefs of people within our society that create that, you know, societal belief of like of an ideal body or what looks better and really enforces this kind of view that often leads to a lot of people feeling I guess having poor self-worth and having that really bad body image because they don't feel worthy I think it's when influencers reinforce or even like develop that societal belief through the things they post when they're not really what people look like in person, that's where it's really problematic. And obviously we all have like pictures that we love about our, love of ourselves that look great. But when it's just like, just like constant, like over edited over, I guess like pose, like the best pictures ever. And there's only that, um, it is reinforcing that like view of society, what like the ideal body is with no like, rawness of like look here's a video of me absolutely worst like lighting ever completely not posing like this is real I think maybe a good example of this is like the Kardashians I know this is like this is I know I said I didn't want to say examples but the reason I'm like mm, not worried about using them is because they're like they're like another species let's be real <laughs> but I think like obviously everyone's aware that they've had like I don't want to be that person that's like, they've had work done, but I'm pretty sure they've like explicitly said that they've had like, you know, like implants and lip fillers and surgeries and stuff like that. And people are aware of that, but even so they still idealize that body image and want to look like that. And yeah, that's just, that's just wild. So, um, I think it's just, it's both sides. Like we have to be able to take things with a grain of salt. Cause I know I post pictures where people are probably like oh my gosh you're so lean but I'm like it's good lighting like take it with a grain of salt I don't look like this in every single lighting um but then we also people need to be careful about what they post 
And one of the things that like really upsets me, I guess, is I've heard lots of stories of girls who have, and I think I was also one of them because when I started to watch um, some YouTubers who I really loved in high school, I didn't realize how subconsciously some of the things they did was disordered and it led to my own disordered thinking because I was really influenced by that subconsciously. Whether it be like body checking because they often did like ab check or whether it be counting calories because they explained how they count all the calories or whether it be one of the things um, often said is like, you know, I don't eat gluten, I don't eat dairy, whether it be like becoming afraid of those foods and especially when it's from like someone who has no actual reasoning behind why they do that, like they don't have a diagnosed condition. Um, And I think one of the things that is bad is like not just the victimizing of certain food groups like gluten, but or like, you know, promoting a certain diets like paleo or intermittent fasting that could be potentially dangerous to a lot of people, especially adolescents who are the biggest consumers of influencers content. I think it's the talking about those foods with connotations, like with the words shame and guilt around them, like having a snack is like guilty snack or guilty treat. It really creates this mindset that can lead to disordered behaviors and mental health illnesses and I think it's more often than not in influencers who aren't educated like I don't know like can you find an educated influencer who has said that they do any of those things like eat paleo or like cut dairy and gluten for no like medically diagnosed reason um or talk about foods like with the words guilt and shame around them. I feel like the only influencers I've come across who use those words and I guess reinforce those disordered beliefs are those who I guess their highest education is like, I don't know, high school, maybe a certificate after high school. I think this isn't to bash out people who don't further educate after high school. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to promote a potentially damaging diet or maybe create a shameful and guilt around eating a particular food and post that for a girl in year eight to see, then that's, then I do think that's, that's wrong. But like, I'm not saying people that aren't educated can't post this stuff or people that aren't educated are bad. I don't think you can post that stuff if you are educated. I'm just saying what I wanted to get at actually here is one of the things that you learn um, in uni is critical appraisal. So like, even if you read a research paper that promotes something, it could be a shit paper. Like you have to read through the lines and critically appraise things like ask is this study valid is there multiple studies on this topic does it seem like it's you know plausible is it backed up um and I guess yeah I don't know why that (laughs) I don't know how we got here but yeah I think lately especially after my chat with my friend yesterday and we were talking about how the stuff we watched as teenagers a couple of years ago 
you know, like we did some distorted things after watching that. Like, and some of the stories we talked about, like that we'd watched on YouTube, we still remembered. Like, I don't know, like someone, my friend brought up a story. She said she remembers watching this influencer who went out for food with a friend and literally didn't eat because she said she felt like guilty of overeating the day before. And like for teenage girls to see that, not even just teenage girls, anyone to see that, like that is promoting like such a negative mindset. And I know this became really focused on like eating disorders. Um, but like that's just that's just what happens. Mental health disorders and like people focusing on or comparing themselves to these people who clearly have disordered behavior patterns and there's nothing wrong with that i'm fully open about mental health and like disordered thoughts that i've had and i think being open about it and being real about it is what makes it okay because you're kind of saying like look this isn't actually okay to do i need to work on that whereas if you don't kind of explicitly say like don't do this guys you know, you're a glamorized person. People want to be like you. I can say for myself, when I was a teenager and I watched these like seemingly extremely happy, extremely pretty, like people with great lifestyles, I wanted to be like that. So, but following their lifestyle led to like a really bad place mentally. I think people just need to be more real and raw about what's real, like how they feel about things and and that it's okay to not be perfect all the time, whether that be even mood-wise. You don't have to be happy all the time. You actually can't be happy all the time. Otherwise, you wouldn't know what being happy is. But um, yeah, I guess the main thing I wanted to say is that I think it's really important that not even just influencers, because you could be influenced by a friend who doesn't even have like a following in that sense. Anybody who uses the internet and posts on social media we all need to be way more aware of things that we share and that's why today after I saw some of those things and I thought "Mm, I could literally post a photo of me absolutely shredded when I was really unhealthy and I could feel bad about myself as I post it because I'm like oh I don't look like this because it's unhealthy um or I don't look as lean as I did here now that I'm getting closer to a healthy weight for me I could have done that, but I didn't because I realized like, holy shit, the fact that somebody said that to me and that upset me, I'm not going to keep like reinforcing that. I want to talk about how it's not okay to promote that ideal body and encourage that disordered behavior and I guess unhealthy body, like that really overly lean body that you know you can't get without losing a bit of health somewhere, whether it be muscle mass, a period, bone density, it should be talked about. And that's why, that's why I made this episode. So I think my key takes from this is one, we do have to take everything with a grain of salt. We can't be so swayed by a mood or swayed by someone else's picture and compare ourselves so much because first of all, everybody is completely different. Um, You know, celebrate what your body looks like at its healthiest whether that is lean. Some people are naturally high, have naturally high testosterone for girls and they could be lean and same as guys. Um, and they could be lean and still eat a ton, get a period. Um, and then in someone else's books, they might not even look lean at that size, but 
doesn't matter. Like you just celebrate whatever your body is at its healthiest, which isn't easy to do if people keep reinforcing an ideal body. And I'm not saying I haven't done this. Like I post pictures of myself and sometimes they're really lean. And I'm here to say that lighting is a factor in everything. And I'm also here to say that I've explicitly said that I haven't had a period in many, many years and I'm trying to still gain weight. So I'm not out here saying like, this is healthy, you know, work out and look like me. I'm saying this is me right now and my body changes all the time. And right now me at this weight doesn't cycle and I'm trying to get back to a healthy weight. And I put photos, like, as I said, like, I did on my story, like at my year 12 athletics carnival when I didn't have a six pack because I'm trying to be real here. So I think what I'm saying is, yes, we need to take everything with a grain of salt and not compare ourselves because everybody's bodies are different and everybody posts photos where they look good and have used lighting and have edited those pictures. I'm not saying face tuned and made their waist smaller. Like I'm sure there are people that do that and I hate that so much. I could rant about that for like 10 years. I actually just, I'm not even going to go there. If you do that, like please just get off social media. I'm talking about just like editing lighting, editing stuff like that, making the colors look prettier in a photo. Um, So yeah, we need to be just like, you know what? I post photos that I look lean in and have made the lighting look really pretty. I'm not going to compare this ugly ass lighting in my room and why I, and me looking like Mr. Bean right now. Um, And then the other thing besides us not taking things too much to heart is that everybody that posts on social media, particularly people with huge, huge, huge followings, but everybody that posts on social media needs to be more careful with the content they post, the words they use, the image they create around, you know, certain behaviors or words that they use to describe food and diets, like um, the behaviors they promote, the image that they share, um, basically everything that you post and the world you create and what you kind of, Oh, I mean, what you reinforce is, you know, important in our society. I don't know if any of this makes sense. But everybody needs to be more careful of what they post and just aware that it can impact people and it can change someone's life completely. Um, that was basically this episode. I think I went really off topic here and I'm really sorry. And I feel like that happens often. But I really had no direction here and I think it was a bit more chaotic than usual. In saying that, let's wrap this up with a quote. So one of the many times I went back and re-listened to the whole podcast because I was so unsure of what I was getting at, I was looking at some quotes on Pinterest um, while I did that and I found one which I liked but I wanted to tweak it a little bit because I didn't like all the words I used and this is what I've come up with with inspiration from a particular quote. All right, quote of the episode. You have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try loving yourself, accepting yourself and being grateful for what your body can do and see what happens then. That was really improvised. I said I tweaked a few words and I had tweaked like three and then I just was mid tweaking like a million as I said it. So hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope that this made sense this episode and I hope it kind of made you feel a bit better about not I guess falling victim to social media too much because like it's not real life and it doesn't matter that much at the end of the day imagine if like the internet died and like 
every social media platform just dropped off the face of the earth, then you wouldn't be constantly comparing yourself and like having this ideal body image in your face all the time. And I know it's still out there. Like even before the days of phones, there was like magazines and the TV and stuff like that, but it wasn't in your face 24 seven. So just, I mean, that could happen. So it's not real, I guess is what I was saying. And I know it's real and, but it's also not real. So I'm going to shut up. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you did like this episode, please, um, I was going to say like and subscribe, but that doesn't work with a podcast. I guess rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. I honestly have no idea how podcasting works, but like do that because I've heard that it helps support podcasters' platforms. And yeah, share the podcast with your friends on your Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because I was saying that. Imagine if Instagram just died and stopped using it and I have to pee so badly. So I'm going to go. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Bye.